for loneliness beyond mortal ken. Elder. is looking angry at your assertions and he menacingly approaches what are you doing Izzy I was told earlier how this creature had taken a bite out of the entity now known as Quincy and with that keenly in mind I'm going to reach into my bag pull out a straw doll with the ends tied up with more straw, a shark tooth, and a commercially available Sharpie. I will quickly scribble the letter O onto the head of this doll and push the shark's tooth into it. I'm going to be treating the residual energy of Quincy as a bit of a curse on this more corporeal being known as Og. Using this magic is a 5 and a 5, plus my weird of 2, for a 12. I'll be honest, I'm still not sure exactly what you're doing. I'm attempting to use the magical effect of banish a spirit or curse from the person, object, or place it inhabits. Certainly. As your spell completes, the energy begins to dissipate until it doesn't. You are certain that this magical energy would have dispelled most curses and most spirits, that kind of energy. You did everything right, but after the, the energy has been pushed away, more just springs into place behind it. And... There is a ripple. As your spell takes effect, the false reality that has been superimposed does fade away, and you see the real world briefly. And it's like a shockwave expanding. Everything in the ring of the shockwave you can see as the real world, but the further energy coming from Og follows behind it, transforming it back again. What do you do? Hey, man, whoa, calm down, bro. Take it easy, man. He's Skitter Skank, remember? You know those Skitter Skanks. Let's all just take a breath and chillax. And I try to put myself between the two of them and verbally manipulate my friend into not hurting my other friend. Uh, roll to convince someone. Hooray! How about I roll to manipulate someone? To manipulate someone. I'm sorry. That's okay. You can say it again if you'd like. I don't like. Very well. (laughs) Well, my five and my three make an eight, and my charming demeanor of zero makes that an eight. Aw growls threateningly and, and stops advancing. 
he sees you his friend and sees behind you his enemy and he stops. He starts thinking. And then after a minute of thinking, it seems like he's gotten distracted and he's definitely lost somewhere inside his own head. You've seen this happen before. Oh, good. Good. I'm sure I do it all the time. You're pretty sure that's where you learned it from. Ha <laughs> ha. All right, dudes. Rule number one. Let's not piss off the dude that is currently controlling reality within a one mile radius. So, now that I saw, now that we've seen, words are hard. Anyway, now that we know that this is a bubble and there is an outside, how do we convince him to help us get out? Exactly what I was trying to do before being so accused of lying and causing mischief by this currently lost in his thoughts shark man. But you seem to have some kind of connection. Perhaps you can use that as a means of leverage to get us back to our own place of existence. I don't think he knows that we're not home, bro. Because, you know, we talk about doing fun things, and then the fun things are really close nearby, because, you know, that's convenient for him. But, uh, you can't just be like, hey, let's get out of your pocket dimension. So, uh, I don't know. I'm at a loss. I've never dealt. Nope, that's not true. I've dealt with cosmic beings. Hmm. I've never advised. Nope, nope, that's not true either. I definitely advised a cosmic being. Boy, I've got a nice resume. What if we help him form an apprenticeship with Quincy? Huh? I assume, Trevor, that you have a way to contact your friend Quincy. I mean, I've never actually, you know, attempted to contact Quincy, but, uh, we could always go check out where Quincy was sleeping before Og took a bite and see if, uh, you know, see if Quincy's there. And if not, I can, I don't know, do a little dance, sing a little song, scream his name into the night, sacrifice some, uh, things that need sacrificing to make the ritual happen and bring him about. Yeah. Of course, since we're stuck in Og's bubble, I guess we can't really go to where Quincy is because, you know, that would mean we'd have to leave the bubble. So I guess we'll technically have to do the ritual. Before we begin to attempt to figure out a ritual that could summon Quincy, do you want to just, for argument's sake, check your phone and see if his contact information isn't in there? Sure, man. And I check my phone. For Quincy's contact info. Uh, you do have Quincy's number. Um, it is an irrational number. Like pi, it goes on forever past the decimal point, and you weren't even sure that decimal points existed in phone numbers. Well, cool, man. As long as it works. I, uh, hit that call button. <laughs> and I scream in horror. Oh, hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, I got a kind of problem here right now. Like, you remember my friend that um, unceremoniously took a bite out of you and then, you know, made you get angry and chased me around and uh, led to the circumstance of events that 
brought you to the dating service. Yeah. So um, suddenly he's controlling reality and we're not really sure how to deal with that. So we were hoping you might have some tips. Come on. You got to know something. He like took in some of your power, I think. <laughs> Under the pale moonlight. <laughs> and then, what about a bus? Ah, <laughs> oh, I really wish I had the Alicanto to do better translating. My Eldritch is still really... Um... Wait, not bus. Not bus. Somebody roll to investigate a mystery. Okay. A six and a two is an eight. My sharp is a one, so that's a nine. With a nine, you get to ask one question. What is being concealed here? Despite not being part of the conversation, the very fact that Trevor is conversing over time, space, and other things you're not sure there are words for has given you some kind of epiphany. If Trevor is able to form a link to Quincy, maybe there's still some kind of link connecting Og and the Eldritch Monster. Oh, Mr. Potter, it occurs to me that given Trevor's ability to contact this Eldritch Horror via cell phone, uh, there may or may not exist a causal link between Og and the being known as Quincy. Now, I must admit that while I am knowledgeable about a great many things, uh, this particular area and how to exploit it would be uh, outside of my wheelhouse, let's say. So if you have any suggestions that would be useful, it would be about time for you to make one. Well, first things first, just because I'm not a mason doesn't make me a potter. And second, I do believe that you mentioned that he had taken a bite out of Quincy. Is this correct? That is the way Trevor presents the story, yes. Keep feeding him until he throws up. I tried earlier to excise the energy of whatever he has consumed, but that only created a ripple. And there was more to replace it. So perhaps rather than suggesting to him to cease his lunacy and stop having such delusions of grandeur, to have him embrace them and have all of the cake in the world that he could possibly eat. And whatever else gets kids sick these days. I'm fairly certain we could just get some syrup of Ipecac. He's a shark. He wouldn't know what that looks like. If we put it on an ice cream sundae, he'd have no idea. I'm going to make Og a vanilla and syrup Ipecac sundae. For good measure, I uh, produce a bottle of laudanum and just give it just a drop. Okay, you have put together a horrible, awful concoction. And once it's put together, I present it to Og. Og, my son, I know that these last few days have been exciting and confusing, and I'm certain that... Uh, 
you're not sure how to feel, but hopefully we can cheer you up. I just wanted to present you with this delicious treat. I know how much you do enjoy an ice cream sundae. Og claps happily. He runs over. And he begins eating the ice cream. Please roll to act under pressure. Okay, a four and a one is a five. And my cool of one makes that a six. Mark yourself off an experience point. I sure will. Og begins shoveling the ice cream in his mouth. Excited and smiling. And then... He looks less happy. He looks down at the ice cream. He looks at you. A single tear rolls down his cheek. And his stomach literally shoots out of his mouth. What? You are sprayed with the gastric digestive juices of a shark before he retracts it inside. I'm going to try to get out of the way. Oh, that was what your roll was for. Oh. <laughs> You definitely do not get out of the way. Og falls to his knees, clutching his stomach. He does not seem to be happy. He has a look of betrayal upon his face. What's going on with your stomach, my son? Are you unwell? Father O'Malley, roll to read a bad situation. Okay. A five and a four is a nine, plus my sharp of one is a ten. With a ten, you get two questions. All right, let's start with what's the best way to protect the victims? Well, you are viewing straight on this awful scene of a shark man unhinging his jaw and expelling his stomach. To empty it out, you see, in the very back of his mouth, a wriggling bit of eldritch flesh stuck between his teeth. I can save my question, right? Yes, you can. All right. I'm going to save it for the moment. Og, my son, I I think that this... Hold, hold steady, and I am going to reach over to the, the table that we were sitting at and pull a toothpick out and try to pick out the piece of eldritch flesh that's in between Og's teeth. Roll to act under pressure. Uh, let's see. A five and a two is a seven. Plus my cool of one is an eight. Okay, with an eight. You are reaching into a shark's mouth. You come to the realization as you are on the approach that you are not fast enough to get in, remove it, and get out before his jaws clamp shut of their own accord. You may dislodge this piece of flesh, but you will not be able to get your arm back out before his jaws slam shut. Well, the Lord calls on all of us to make sacrifices, so I will attempt to remove the the piece of flesh and pray for the safety of my arm. And the piece of flesh is loose. You pop it out as his jaws come clamping down on you. 
Who boy it hurts. Who boy, I bet it does. Seeing this happen, I turn to Og. Ogonald Sharktholomew, you let go of him right now. <laughs> um, roll to manipulate someone. Woo! Double sixes. Without a second thought, he stops and spits out Father O'Malley. Father O'Malley looks injured, but his arm is still mostly attached. And Og kind of shrinks down and hides his eyes in shame. Oh, no, my son, it's it's all right. You are how the Lord intended you to be. You were acting on instincts, and there's no need to be upset or, or further agitated. You, I'm using my move soothe, by the way. <laughs> Good call. You bit down, and I knew the risks, but I needed to help you, and so you don't need to be upset. Trevor was a bit direct, but he just wanted you to do the, what was best for you. You're, you're quite all right. I, I know that this was just an accident, and then I will uh, wrap one arm around Og and get my good arm around Og and, and give him a, a little hug just so that he knows that uh, we, are, we are simpatico. As he hugs you back, the world around you glitches out like an old Nintendo video game. And very soon, you find yourselves back on the streets of L.A. Yeah, welcome to the middle of the episode, folks. Um, we have just finished... Um, the mystery, and we are going to be doing the end of session stuff. But first, let's talk to you guys about us and you, and we love you. Thank you for listening to us. Yep, this is your typical mid-episode reminder that you can check out Expeditions of the Extra Normal uh, everywhere you can find good podcasts, whether it's Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify... Just get in wherever you like your podcast. Check us out. Please, uh, if you have the time, hit us with that feedback. Give us a review. Recommend us to friends. That's all totally free. It's all stuff that helps us out. And we do love and appreciate all of you. Also, though may you guys not know this. Those words were difficult to say. Uh, this has been one year of recording for us. Not necessarily every week, but uh, we started in March of last year. And here we are in March of this year. So that's cool. Yeah, who knew we were going to be able to keep it up for this long? <laughs> that's cheesy. Title your sex tape. <laughs> no sharks were harmed during the making of this episode. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Whew, what a long trip. Oh, yeah, that was a, that was a strange one. I think that might have been the second strangest mystery we've had. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Yeah, at least we knew slightly more about Harry Potter than we did about the A-Team. <laughs> oh, you thought that was the weirdest? Oh, okay. Oh, what do you think is the weirdest? Uh, the mystery of... I'm sorry, Trevor drank what? That was a wild episode. I had fun with that one, but this one lasted more episodes. Yes, it did.
Either way, it was a goodie and an interesting one. So let's see about them experience points. Okay, so end of session experience. Let's take a look at the checklist. Did we conclude the current mystery? Yes. We sure did. The mystery was, why can't we go anywhere? And the answer was Og, and then we rectified the situation and returned to reality. Boom. Mystery solved. Through the power of amateur dentistry. <laughs> and through the power of feeding a poor sap and Ipecac Sunday. Next question. Did you save someone from certain death or worse? I would like to think that our collective experience being trapped in an Og fantasy is a fate worse than death. I certainly think that we did save ourselves and potentially anyone else that was trapped in the bubble from living out the adolescent fantasies of the newly developed Sharkman mind. Also, there's a real tangible possibility that, you know, having a piece of an eldritch being inside of him could have done more harm to Og than good. It was probably only a matter of time until he exploded, really. Yes, or until Izzy just said, screw it, and started lighting him up with magical spells. Non-zero percent chance. Well, Og's lucky he has such good friends. So, did we learn something new and important about the world? Having a well, bit of uh, eldritch being flesh in your tummy can make all of reality warp around you. Yeah, literally, you take a bite out of an eldritch horror, and it's that one episode of The Twilight Zone where the kid turns people into jack-in-the-boxes. So that's, uh, that's, that's handy knowledge. Uh, we also learned um, the names of the houses of Hogwarts. That's world-building. <laughs> When uh, life gets back to normal, we should hit the convention circuit wearing shirts for those houses. <laughs> I dig it. I am not going anywhere in a shirt that says Pumper Dump. I will wear Just... Wumble Tummy with pride. That's fine. That's it's fine. I will wear Wumble Dump. Either Isn't way. a dump where you leave your pump. Uh, either way, I'm. I'm good. Skitter skanks for life. <laughs> Well, Matt, you can uh, wear the uh, the four, the, the one for the fourth house. The, the Ravenclaw equivalent that we never came up with? Yeah, it's going to be something like other guys. <laughs> <laughs> other dudes. <laughs> Misk. The rest. The rest. <laughs> okay. Now, did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? We learn that Izzy exists. That is I think new. that's important. And new. We learned Og's full name. <laughs> hey, that's, that's where the real money is. Ogonald Sharktholomew. We did learn a lot about um, Og's hopes and dreams. <laughs> so, with all of these yeses, I think we are going to give everybody two experience points. Hooray! I level! As do I. Being so fresh and new, I do not. I have to erase all these check marks. That's the best part of leveling up. It is. The best part of leveling up. 
is erasing all these check marks. Well, I am going to take an advanced move. Ooh, advanced. Yes, I shall be advancing, investigate a mystery, and use magic. Interesting. You have really, uh, really enjoyed your time at Hogwarts. Well, I've used magic like twice, I think, over the course of my character's career. And, uh, why not, you know, let that rub off for a little while? Not like I use any of my abilities that much anyway, so. <laughs> abilities? What are those? I just fake it till I make it. Hey, man, I pulled Soothe back out after... I don't know, like 40 episodes without doing it. That was impressive. I I was happy to see that come back. I was thinking to myself, how are they not going to be eaten by a shark man? <laughs> I forgot you had that ability. You've been so fire and brimstone. Well, every so often you gotta pull out the classics. For my level up, I am also choosing to mark uh, an additional two moves as advanced. And I am choosing Investigate a Mystery and Act Under Pressure. Ooh. That's a, that's a good one. I've been doing a lot of Acting Under Pressure lately, and so uh, I feel like I've gotten better at it. And then over in the corner is our poor resident spell slinger. Oh, I'm not mad. There's plenty of time to grow. Who isn't even as good as magic as I am. I don't know. What's your weird? Plus one. But it's advanced. Well, you need to get a 12 or above on your results to get the benefit of the advanced move. True. Which means I need to roll an 11 or better. That's my next level. Use magic up to two. I will overshadow you. You can't see me rubbing my hands menacingly, but I am. You will try. Thanks, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You can do it. I have faith in you, Marty. Yes, the better wizard. The chosen... Flake. Is your tough still a zero? It is. <laughs> nice. And my charm. <laughs> okay, um, one last thing before we move on. I would just like a quick luck check-in. That's a lot of scribble marks. Two. I have three. Being so fresh, I am still at a full seven points of luck. Guess who gets to be on the front lines? Yeah, so uh, we know who the bullet catcher is. <laughs> continue to be me. Till I take an Osmond bow out. And now, let's set the stage for our next mystery. It's been an interesting summer, but... As it must, fall has come, and as the weather turns, the beach has become a little less crowded. The children have vanished back to school. Speaking of schools, we start at Dunkerfield Elementary. We pan in through the halls, children studying at their desks, and we proceed into the principal's office. Or a meeting is underway. So, uh, m Mr. O'Malley. It Father O'Malley, my son. Uh, Father O'Malley. It says here that uh, 
your son Og is six. As near as we can tell, yes, six, six years of of age mentally. Sure. Well, he does seem a little bit bigger than the other kindergartners. Well, that's understandable. He he is from a unique uh, genealogy. Yeah, it says here on the application that he is French-Canadian. Uh, yes, yes, uh, specifically from Saskatchewan. Guess they just grow bigger up north. Yes, yes, well, there are larger predators, so uh, it makes sense to be uh, born larger. And it says for his home address is a van at the beach. Uh, well, well, that's, um, that's his summer residence, uh, in the fall and, uh, winter during the school season, uh, he will be residing, uh, in a small townhouse in the hills. A small town, well, we, we will need an address for, for the child, and you are his legal guardian? Uh, yes, uh, legally, I am responsible for this, uh, individual. He, he is also... Uh, in the guardianship of one, and it should be in your paperwork, one Trevor Ebbs, uh, professional surfer slash uh, private investigator. He squints through his reading glasses and looks at the paperwork. I do see uh, Trevor Ebbs listed here, but it is crossed out, and Naman is written next to it. Yes, Trevor... um, Trevor... Likes to have uh, a free time to uh, engage in his investigatory duties. So while I will be the the primary care contact, uh, if I am incapacitated, uh, I assure you that uh, Ebbs' number is on there and you can contact him. Well, uh, I see, I see. Uh, Still, I'm I'm a little bit uh, concerned about, uh, well... With his advanced physical size, I'm thinking, uh, maybe he needs special education. Uh, well, if what you're suggesting, um, is, you know, an an individualized learning plan, then that might be, uh, something that would be worth pursuing. Sure! Oh, no. So, Uh, does he prefer to be taught in English or in French? Primarily English. Uh, in fact, I would stick to English as best you can. Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. Yeah, so we will. I just have to ask, bilingual education does require uh, some additional paperwork to be filled out. Yes, yes, I understand. Uh, any, Anything that you uh, require. Does the child need a uh, any sort of special eating accommodations? He is staring directly into the mouth of jagged razor-sharp teeth. Well, we do, for for dietary purposes, uh, we do prefer to send Og to school with his own lunch. However, um, <laughs> given his appetite... he Og stuffs the large goat back into his bag. We, we do have uh, some requirements of... Uh, individualized fridge space, but uh, 
once again, uh, our wealthy benefactor, Mr. Ebbs, has graciously donated an additional cafeteria-style refrigerator to be used for Og's accommodations. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, well, uh, your donations seem to be in line, so uh, welcome to school, Og. He reaches out to shake his hand. Og proceeds to lift him by the arm and vigorously shake him up and down. Now, my son, remember, we did talk about uh, not using your full Sesquinachian uh, strength. He puts the principal down and grins sheepishly. It is terrifying. All right, my son. Well, the good news is that you are in school. You will get to make friends and and learn th- a great deal, even more than even Trevor and I and Untold Hours of Sesame Street could. And don't forget, once school is over, I'll be back here to pick you up. Yay! And be gentle. As you are stepping out of the meeting, your phone rings. Yes, this is Father Donald O'Malley. Hey, dude. Um... I'm going to need to come back down to the police station again. Oh, Trevor. Uh, how much is bail this time? Uh, hang on a second. Um, like 300 bucks. Nothing big. All right, my son. Uh, I've just dropped Og off at school. I will be to the police station uh, within 15 minutes. And we can get you back to freedom. Cool, man. Father O'Malley, you hear an explosion on the other end of the phone. Well, I guess I better make it faster. 